0: Episode 14? The episode episode 14. 14.
1: I have such a good memory. All right, you ready? Yep. You sure? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, yep.
0: Thanks for listening to Middle Aged and Mediocre. We are back with episode fourteen. What's going on? I'm Cash. I'm Joel. How you doing, man? I'm good. We're actually like making. That's uh, a weekly thing. Yep. Like we haven't taken time off. We got two mics.
1: Two mics. And
0: more importantly, we have badass new artwork.
1: Yeah, our new logo.
0: Yeah, Travis Graham. Shout out to him. Uh, we sent him. You were talking to him. Yep. And uh, he offered to come up with a design for us. We kind of sent him an idea.
1: Yeah. I like how it's kind of, a, it's definitely a collective uh, a project because you you thought of the idea about the cemetery. I thought of the microphones and then Travis, you know, put our heads in the ground and put his little thing on it and I like how, like, great. yeah, it really came together pr- really good. Yeah, when you sent it
0: to me, I was like, that's fucking perfect. So, yeah. yeah. But I was actually a little bit sad to take away the <laughs> hand-drawn I got really used to seeing it. I,
1: I I do miss. Yeah, that was that was a good one too.
0: I would like to at some point, uh, actually take that hand drawn one. Like I doubt you have that, right?
1: Probably not. Probably no. it was like a little posted. Yeah, I probably threw it away. It so if you
0: had it, I would like to take it and like take like a uh, this pen I'm holding right now uh-huh. with like a more a better like better ink. Yeah. And just kind of like trace over it to make it like stand out and bold. Uh huh. And then actually like use it as like. A different kind of logo. I Maybe could probably like recreate it. I, mean, yeah, it, it, like, it. <laughs> I think it'd make a fun T-shirt.
1: I think it would too. Yeah,
0: just really simple. Yeah. So people look at it, ask what it is. I mean, what
1: we should do is buy white T-shirts, and yeah. I'll draw each one. There you go, man. I and mean, we only sell like three. so Yeah, we could sell them cheaper like that. Just get like some white T-shirts from the dollar store, Family Dollar, and I'll just get a black marker. Yeah, we'll draw like them it. and wash them once, and there it is. Well, there we go. We're going to start wow. selling T-shirts. We just came up with an idea. So I'll get you, I'll
0: buy you some markers.
1: Yeah, I'll and get the T-shirts, and I'll, uh, there you go. There we go, man. If you want a shirt, send us your size. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like your shirt size, not, you know, we'll I don't know. So. Send us both. What's their mix of la 28, 34, 27. I don't even know the numbers. Know, really Only bad. if she's 5'3". three. Woo-poosh, woo-poosh. <laughs> Shout out to Sir Mix-a-Lot. Shout out. Sir Mix-a-Lot, if friend you're of, listening. Friend of, the, friend of the
0: show. Sir Mix-a-Lot. Yeah. Uh, hey, do we have any random shout outs to, like, businesses this week? We shouted out mm. Home Industry Bakery. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had one of rolls yesterday. Uh, just shout out Travis Graham. I think that's the only yeah. shout out we need, man. Yeah, I don't know. He if, listens uh, to the show, and he's, uh, he's a badass little artist. Travis there. is still part
0: of He had, like, a little media group okay. uh, at one point. I don't know if he was still doing that or not, but, mm. like, if you just find Travis Graham on Facebook, if you guys need some artwork or something, the dude is super fucking talented. Yeah. He came in and filmed the first uh, show, uh, Inception show uh-huh. that we did. Filmed it, put together a music video for it. Just great dude. Like
1: He was jumping up on the apron.
0: Yeah, he knew what to do. Yeah. He like, was awesome. He was a good guy. So, uh, yeah. So, hey, I was thinking about something the other night. Okay. Like, I, I've been thinking about time and, right, like, just life a lot lately. So, uh, like, I don't know if, if most people, I think a lot of people that know me probably, like, I joke a lot. I guess it's a joke. I'll say life is just a simulation. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like I don't, like, like I buy into that, but not to the point where i like, you know, uh, make it my whole personality or whatever, sure. like some people would. But I do think it's, like, a very uh, possible answer to what life is. Like we're just living in a simulation.
1: Yeah, we're all just like bodies somewhere. We're
0: like we're just we're just uh we're just data that's been like Whoa man downloaded into something. And I mean like uh like I was saying about like how there's always isn't it like you don't think it's weird that like we get like a update every month or every like ten years. Like every decade's defined by a style by like, uh, like you know, the way we dress, the way our movies and television the nicknames
1: are, of our generations, things and like whatnot. that. Like yeah. everything's
0: defined by a certain, and it changes every decade. it uh-huh. Seems like I just think that's weird, right? Like, isn't that strange how we get like an update?
1: I don't know. I don't think about it. I guess I'm just a I'm just a mouse, and I just <laughs> run through the maze and give me some cheese.
0: You're just, just. <laughs> Sniffing the cheese.
1: Yeah. I just I, feel like. Uh, I need to sniff your cheese, man, if you're thinking that kind of shit. Yeah,
0: I'm not even. So, I haven't even, like. On, I'm not high. Yeah. Just like, yeah. As a uh, <laughs> disclaimer, I am not high right now. And I was not high when I thought See, of See,
1: I you. am, but you're telling me this. This is blowing my fucking I was mind. Yeah, well. I'm uh, awake. I assumed
0: you were. <laughs> but I was like. Like, at a certain point, why would we, as, like, as people. Tr- like keep it like why would we advance certain things like why did we ever decide to like change clothing styles like yeah. we had like at some point in the history of time we basically had it right yeah but like why did we decide to like i think cuz everybody fashion and style
1: everybody wants to do do what they think is better than like the generation before them yeah, i maybe. think i think it's just people just what makes people people is just the individuality of it. Yeah. You know, we're not animals and we're not like, I mean, we behave like animals, you know, but I think there's like enough amongst us that want to try to do things in our minds better or different than the generation before. So just, that's why you have that constant evolution.
0: How do you think that happens? How do you think there's the random individual amongst the millions of others. Yeah. The the one individual is like a creator. Like, they stand above. Almost like they're hand-selected as like... Ah. The main character.
1: Yeah. Follow this.
0: But then, like, I was thinking... The the thing I was mostly thinking of was uh, not life as destiny or predetermined, but more so... Uh, as we are on a, like a rail, like we start at point A yeah, and we're just on a rail to the end and we don't, like there is no real free will. Yeah. Like, we say there is, we think there is, cause we think maybe like, well, I have the freedom if I wanted to go jump out in front of traffic right now. Sure. But then you got the little voice in your head. Like Prove you brought it. up, you brought up the voice in your head when you got here. Yeah. The inner monologue. The inner monologue. So your inner monologue kicks in and starts, well, hey, let's not do that. Yeah. That's probably a bad idea.
1: Probably shouldn't.
0: Right. So, like, we don't really have. Because then if we just, if we ignore it or we don't hear it, if we do jump in front of yeah. traffic. Maybe that was what we were supposed to be doing. So I just feel like, I don't know. Like, what do you think? Like, if we're just on a rail, do you think it even matters if we are? Like, say you find out, you get to peek behind the curtain. And you find out, yep, everybody's on just this. On a track, straight line, and nothing's going to deviate. So what happens is going to happen, and you're just gonna. Do you think it would matter, or would you just be like, "Let me just see what happens." Then
1: I think it would bum me out if everything that's gonna happen is gonna happen. I mean, I don't have a lot of control over my life. I don't feel like, but I like to think that like there's still like little things maybe I can try better at, harder at, you know. But maybe that's part of the (laughs) rail system, man. (laughs) Maybe you. I'm fucking leaving, dude. All right. I came over here for murder and like torture and sodomy. I don't know. This is mental stories torture. of sodomy, this not is mental torture. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know what made me think of this other night, but like, uh, it was a couple nights ago. I got the idea in my head, and then I was like, I'm bringing this up. Yeah. Because there's a good, good chance Joel's high when he gets up. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. That's just some weird shit. I was.
1: And now I won't sleep tonight. I was tossing around in the yeah. old noggin.
0: So, so that's what goes on in your head. Most of the time. <laughs> all right. That's why, that's why I have a prescription to Ambien to
1: sleep at night. Okay. Because if I don't,
0: that's what I this do just all, keeps, yeah. all night long. I
1: might need that. I don't sleep. Like, my sleep is basically I get high enough where I pass out, and that lasts for a couple hours, and then, and wake and you, then I, I wake work. up, and I'm like, all right, well, if I'm awake... I just kind of lay there and toss and turn. Man, I...
0: A lot of people, when I say... I take Ambien, they've tried it or they've attempted whatever. And a lot of people, it gives them terrible nightmares. Like, really bad nightmares, they say. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the stories of... People like sleepwalking. Yeah, see, I've heard all that. Like that.
1: Terrible nightmares don't bother me. I mean, I eat terrible nightmares for breakfast.
0: <laughs> mm, those good. The, the marshmallow ones. <laughs> yep. Uh,
1: <laughs> with mar- not with extra. Not with unicorn marshmallows, <laughs> with actually.
0: <laughs> <with> bleeding unicorns.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't.
0: Yeah, I don't. Even when I do, like, I I have very vivid dreams and nightmares. Sure. And even when I do, I don't. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I. It's weird to me. Not that I'm saying people are wrong for having this reaction, and they shouldn't. Yeah. But it's very weird to me when people are, like, upset by their dreams and nightmares. Yeah, like, well, that's the like, shit oh, in your head. Thing your brain was kicking, like, throwing at you. you yeah. Didn't, you can't help that, <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah. I've never had those effects, though, from yeah. it When I first started taking it for, like, the first three weeks, I was, eh, nah, two weeks. If I would take it, like, and then I would get up to go use to the bathroom. Uh-huh. I would feel like basically a giant baby. Like, <laughs> yeah, I would feel like my head was
1: like you're tripping or something. I was just
0: like, yeah, my head would basically be like pulling me forward. Yeah, and I was like stumbling. Uh, Didn't have control over my. That legs. ko kind
1: of did that to me. I really liked the ko though. Oh, but Sometimes yeah, I would yeah. wake up off, off that, and that was really good. I wish I, mean, I wish I could, we could uh, still get I could ko. Send you home with
0: one. If you want to try it. I might take it tomorrow night yeah. since you don't have to work.
1: Yeah. Next day.
0: I might. I mean, like again, I get, I've never had, I, I had a really bad at first. I had a really bad habit of, uh, spending money on shit online. <laughs> like I wouldn't remember it. Wow. It would show up. And I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Or I mean, like,
1: Josh ordered it. Or I Yeah. And me and Josh <laughs> was a fucking <laughs>
0: shopper. Or I would get emails being like confirming my subscription to something. (laughs) Like when uh, I started taking it about the same time, vaping became a thing. Yeah. And there was a place called like blackout pens or something like that. And they, they would, you could sign up for a script, a subscription to where every month they would send you like
1: a vape of the month.
0: Yeah. But they were like disposable ones. Yeah. So like they would have, they'd be preloaded. You'd smoke it, you could toss it. And they'd have different flavors and shit like that. Uh-huh. And, like, I didn't I didn't vape. <laughs> <laughs> so, I get, like, a, I get this in the mail, and I'm like, what the fuck are these? And, like, I go to Google the company, and I'm like, why am I, what? And then I go through my email, and I yeah. find it where I had, it was, like, $65 a month. Jesus. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, I committed to, like, a year subscription. Oh, my God. So, I emailed him and told him. I was like, hey, I... Did not I do not want these. Like, I was high on Ambien. <laughs> yeah. And they gave me, like, a full refund. Oh, nice. Yeah, let me keep those. Like, we those. get it. Yeah, they were cool So
1: Roseanne out. gets racist on Twitter on Ambien, and you just... I just buy some you shit, You just buy man. shit.
0: Yeah, I'll still have times
1: where I... You're racist? Where I'm very racist. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't... That was the most bullshit experience <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard about Ambien. Life. I, uh... Yeah, like, I'll have times where I... It doesn't really happen anymore... Like the first couple, like the first year or so, I would like have like Tim. I remember I would have like conversations with Tim through text. Uh huh. And if you asked me like the next morning what was said, I'd have no fucking recollection. (laughs) We ever even, I don't like I'd like committed to shit. Yeah. Like, or like just with different people, I would commit to (laughs) plans, Then I'd be like going back there, like I did. (laughs) Andy and Josh committed to
1: (laughs) Regular Josh does not want to do that at all. Yeah,
0: so I can give you one if you want to check out report back. I
1: mean, you make him sound really good. Dude, fun. Sleep, I mean, the
0: sleep's amazing. Like, yeah. you wake up, you're not, you're not, like, you know how, like, if you take NyQuil or something like that? Yeah. The next day, you're, like, a zombie. Yeah. There's none of that.
1: I don't know. I might try half of one. Can I cut it in half? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It just, I mean, basically just shut your brain off. Yeah.
1: Okay. So. I could, I could, I, I could, I could stand a little of that.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we are going to, before we get to a story, uh, which I have ready to go, we're going to do a couple, uh, you got some, you got some questions for me?
1: Yeah, let's do some more Would You Rather.
0: Yeah, people seem to, like, we, uh, I got a little bit of feedback. I it. people liked it.
1: Well, good. Well, we want people to keep liking what we're doing, yeah, I guess. We,
0: uh, people seem to be digging the new format, so let's keep it going with some, uh, we got some Would You Rather.
1: All right, I got three of them for All you. All right. Would you rather never be able to brush your teeth or never be able to wash your hands? I assume you do both of these. I do. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> uh, it's a tough one. Never brush your teeth, never wash your hands. It's, you're not winning either way. No,
0: you're not. Um,
1: Pick your poison, as they say.
0: I mean, okay, I'd probably go with never washing my hands. And then it would give me a reason to wear uh, gloves of some sort, and I could be that weird glove guy. Oh, uh, that's a good point. Just so, take them off and change
1: them. See, I thought of the gloves today after work, but mine would be I, I when I was talking. I said I'd probably do the never brush your teeth because I could like drink water, eat gum, chew gum, and shit. then eventually they'd just rot out, and then it wouldn't be a problem.
0: Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I yeah. So if you let your teeth rot out, would it carry over to never clean your dentures?
1: Uh, I wouldn't get them. You just wouldn't <laughs> no, no, So you would just be toothless. Yep. Okay. Well, that's Gummy. bold choice. All right. So we'll fight over that you know, after this. Just, you know, you can just put gloves on, but whatever. Yeah. It's well, fine. okay, that's what I, I just thought <laughs> of that on the way over, I said. Or well, earlier.
0: Wear, like, the fancy driving gloves. Yeah. You take them I mean, off
1: and smack people with them. You get poop on it, you just take them off, get another glove. Yeah, man. You can,
0: you can wipe your ass with your hand.
1: <laughs> oh, I may mean, I do that already, but. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Only, would you rather to only be able to communicate via ear whisper, which means if you talk to someone, you'd have to get all up to them, do the whisper in their ear, and they'd have to whisper in your ear, or okay. would you rather only be able to communicate via song? So everyone that talks to you is singing to you, and every time you talk to someone, you have to sing to them. Oh,
0: these are my <laughs> worst nightmares. I fucking hate musicals because uh, that's what that's what you're saying, right? Yeah. Like, I live in a musical.
1: That's what I'm saying. Oh my god, to I you, it. i fucking
0: hate it. Why is it happening? <laughs> Why do musicals happen? Uh, but oh my god. But do
1: you want oh, people whisper. up in your ear every no, every don't. time they talk?
0: oh no, because that is just.
1: So no, when I come over. <laughs> um,
0: I, I I guess I gotta go with the singing. All right, let's hear I don't something. Like people being that close. To me. <laughs> you
1: got to answer it singingly then. <laughs>
0: not going to okay
1: i tried listeners
0: this is my i'm a i'm a rapper yeah so i'm just talking this is my
1: you know I'm, i guess i sure. don't know that doesn't count i'm sorry you just wouldn't talk then i guess yeah i'm i'm mute now but people would sing it used to welcome to mcdonald's how can i help you Go fuck yourself <laughs> Alright, last one. Alright. Would you rather drive cross-country without any music or drive cross-country drive cross country without a windshield?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, without a windshield. Wow. I have to have music. Although I couldn't fucking hear it, I don't think. I yeah,
1: voice yeah, voice. that would be true. I thought about it. You'd have to turn it up really loud. Yeah. Keep, yeah, your, no keep your mouth closed. Yeah. Probably glasses.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I gotta have music. Yeah, I drove back from.
1: I could just sing to you the whole time. Oh, if you're you with lo- me?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can I be in the trunk I then? Thought, no, I this was me alone. You man. are alone. You're alone.
0: Yeah, I gotta have music. I All drove right. back from Indianapolis. Uh huh. Uh, one time because of some bullshit with a job, and like as I started out of Indianapolis, my I had like a CD player, like. The old school, like you plug in the CD player, sure, it's an actual the compact disc, yeah, disc. the Walkman. Walkman, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it quit working, and oh. there was nothing would come through the radio. Oh. So one station would come through pretty much the whole way. And it was like some Christian gospel, yeah, shit, and I. So the whole time I'm driving back from Indianapolis in complete silence. Oh, it's and if for somebody like me that has a brain that yeah the doesn't monologue. fucking shut up, yeah, you know, it was. <laughs> so,
1: so you'd go no windshield i would
0: definitely let all the bugs just smash in my face
1: i think i could go no music because like i just talk to myself like that that's like my inner monologue would probably that's where yeah, you just
0: have conversations with i don't yourself.
1: know if i could go no windshield i'd be so fucking worried about like a bird or something yes. just because i've been i've that driven and suck. had like birds bounce off the windshield jesus yeah it happened like it's only happened on one trip. I would hope it's it happened happen like it but it happened twice in the same evening. Like birds well, that was hitting a our f- Yeah. Oh, it was a fucking sign, alright.
0: <laughs> that was yeah, that Don't was drive bad. without a
1: windshield. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Don't I, get married.
0: I've never had birds <laughs> dive at my windshield like you have. Yeah, that's pretty nuts.
1: Alright, all right, that was it. That was Would You Rather.
0: So those were the the uh the singing and whispering, that was, that's like the hardest that was decision little... ever. If you...
1: I couldn't have anyone whisper to me. I would sing, sing to me. Dude, I, I'd yeah, sing. That's... that's fine with me.
0: Yeah, please don't fucking... Get like, the fuck away from my ear. ear. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. All right, well, we are going to, uh, while I shake off the, uh, <laughs> the absolute terror of that situation, we are going to... Uh, an ad break in real quick and then we we yeah but. words man words you're we struggling with them, with them today i am we will be back with the story of the cleveland torso murders okay okay man you want to hear some uh you want to hear a murder story
1: that's what i came that's over for, for right? yeah hear from my weird oh my shows? god yeah <laughs>
0: me making you question reality yeah can we
1: just talk about murder please Let's talk about
0: a murt A bunch of murders. Cool! Uh, Between 1935 and 1938, or 1934 and 1950 as some suspect, an unidentified serial killer carved their mark in Cleveland, Ohio's history forever, leaving behind a path of brutality cluttered with the dismembered bodies of at least 12 victims. The grisly nature of these killings earned the killer the nicknames The Cleveland Torso Murderer and the Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Run. Ooh. Good wrestling name. Yeah. Yeah, if, Cle- if Kingsbury Run is still, like, the place someone what if, needs what,
1: to What if the killer would, like, kill people and then clean up real good and, like, shampoo the carpets and he'd be, like, the Cleveland Steamer?
0: Well, you know what? This guy kind of did. Okay! <laughs> so, maybe that's where that comes from.
1: Maybe. I thought it was a sexual term. I Cleveland mean, Steamer. It is What oh, oh, is the is a Cleveland Steamer and the sexual? Cleveland steamer
0: is, I believe, something... It's got something to do with poop. Yeah. It's got something to do with <laughs> shitting. I think he's like, yeah. I don't know. Gross. Yeah. On the east side of Cleveland in the nineteen thirties, there was an impoverished neighborhood. Impoverished neighborhood called Called Kingsbury Run. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That has been described as an open sore festering with refuse and decay. Uh, This blemish on the city was a shanty town made by the hobos that had been pushed into the city by depression. A desperate place made by desperate folks. This valley of lost hope proved to be the perfect dumping grounds for the mad butcher.
1: Cleveland rocks. <laughs> Cleveland rocks. What? What was the first part? An open sore? Could you? That was. Yeah, that was poetic. It, was,
0: descri- it was, was described as an open sore, festering with refuse and decay. Man, so, good that's, place. Be- that's beautiful. Actually,
1: Could you actually tell how fucking shitty this right, place is. Yeah. An open sore. Just, Ugh. Like, Filled with pus. I like to think of myself as a healing sore. Do you? Yeah.
0: Well, we all got to think good things about ourselves. (laughs) On September 23rd, 1935, two kids were exploring an embankment in Kingsbury Run known as Jackass Hill. (laughs) When they suddenly began scrambling back up the hill, making a frantic dash to get far away from whatever had caused their terror. They ran into a man who stopped them and asked what they were up to and what was wrong. One of the boys finally gathered himself enough to proclaim, There's a man down there, and he he hasn't got a head. Detectives Amel Musil and Orly May,
1: (laughs) Amel and Orly, not
0: Irish at all, were the first two to arrive and quickly found that there wasn't one headless man down the embankment, but two. Both bodies have been washed and drained of their blood. Okay. The heads were found nearby, buried in two separate places. Vampires, eh? <laughs> Both men's penises had been severed and were found buried buried near one of the heads. Oil, acid, or some sort of chemical, uh, later identified as, I believe, benzyl, which is like a solvent of some sort, had been poured over one of the bodies, severely burning it. Both bodies had been there for several days based on the decomposition. Decomposition. The second victim was identified as Edward Androsi by his fingerprints. Uh, Androsi was a 28-year-old. He didn't have a head. They're
1: like that's Edward. That's that's
0: uh, a head word. <laughs> Headwear. No head word. No head word. Uh, Androsi was 20 years old at the time of his death, and had worked as an orderly in an orderly in the psychiatric ward of the Cleveland City Hospital. But at the end of his young life, he had no job or any visible means of support. Uh, I think he had a, a wife and a kid. Wow. But there was like, it said, it said something about how he, they worded it really weird. They said he married someone, I forget her name, but she quickly left him and then they just said gave him a child. <laughs> so
1: Like a parting gift?
0: I'm assuming they mean like. They got together, got married, he knocked her up, she left him, nine months later, there was a baby. Yeah. And they don't mean, yeah, she, like, she was like, look, I'm leaving you, <laughs> but to make things easier, here's George. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he left behind a...
1: John Wick got a puppy when his wife died, <laughs> this guy gets a baby. <laughs> this guy gets a baby. And then... <laughs> and his head chopped off. His
0: head chopped off. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the baby, the wife and the kid, out of the picture, uh... So, where was I at here? Oh, yeah. So, uh, he was tall, slender, dark-haired, and handsome, but had a horrible reputation. In the book Torso, Stephen Nichols summarized what he had discovered about Edward by saying that he was a man who had dealt in pornographic literature, he had smoked marijuana, he had been ran out of Detroit by an oriental gangster that he had somehow pissed off, Jesus, this is the
1: coolest guy ever,
0: While I'm writing this, I was like, this dude's (laughs) fucking awesome. I thought you were talking about me until the, yeah. And he's pissing off gangsters. Oriental gangsters. (laughs) Uh, He had been romantically linked, involved with a married woman whose whose husband had vowed to kill him.
1: I'll kill him right now. (laughs) Uh, All right, he's no longer cool in my book. Hey,
0: man, I think you, uh, it's a little bit too late.
1: Oh, okay. You can try. I'm going to set his head back on and chop it back off.
0: get his ass back over here uh, or, I mean, or parts of him anyways uh, Nickel the dude that wrote that book states few people would have made a more likely candidate for murder than, than Edward Anderson <laughs> so you know he was pretty badass yeah uh, that's a good legacy to leave behind like yeah I definitely believe he was murdered
1: yeah like no no shit you would have given me
0: 10 guesses as to who would be the murder victim that guy, that guy. every time uh, the first victim that was found was never identified, but his age was estimated to be between 40 and 45 years old. Both men had been decapitated while still alive with a sharp instrument. Both had rope burns on their wrists as well. After a few days of investigating, the police determined that the murders had been crimes of passion with a woman being involved somehow. What? What? Always blame Women are always involved. Always
1: blame the dame. You know what I mean? <laughs> what broad brought this on? Damn, damn broads. Dudes are always losing their heads over girls. Mm-hmm.
0: And their penises. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, the victims have been taken to Kings... This is a, more of what the police are uh, coming up with. The victims have been taken to Kingsbury, Kingsbury Run after their deaths... Uh, had been conducted elsewhere, and the two men knew each other, according to police. It was assumed that the unident- unidentified victim had been murdered first and then immersed in the chemical uh, that had burned Benzal. his body while the killer went about trapping and murdering Edward. Uh, the police continued investigating for weeks. But without any new evidence and all leads coming up dry, the investigation died down.
1: Couldn't they just keep making shit up like they did about this? There's a woman involved. They gotta be friends. He was into porno
0: marijuana. (laughs) So he clearly deserved it. Yep. By November, crime in Cleveland had grown completely out of control. Well, yeah. Uh, Decades of political and police corruption had turned the city into a sanctuary for mobsters and bootleggers. Harold Burton was elected mayor in a landslide victory due to his promise to clean up the crime and fix the police force. Burton immediately took steps to back up his promise by appointing a young crime fighter by the name of Elliot Ness.
1: Oh, I've heard of him.
0: You've heard of him. Uh, as the new man in charge of the city's police and fire departments. Untouchable, right? Untouchable. Yeah, yep. he was the lead dude that took down Capone. Nice. So, But this is where he first kind of got a start. Okay. Uh, Ness launched major attacks on gambling and police corruption and upgraded the caliber of rookie cops by establishing a modern police academy. So he also created the police academy series. Oh, cool. So, you know, the Goot uh, <laughs> owes him a lot. Man. Strange. And we
1: owe the Goot a lot. We owe the Goot. Yeah. I'd say
0: almost everything.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely would say it. So I guess we owe Ness everything. <laughs> yes. Man, thank
0: you, Elliot Ness. Thank you,
1: <laughs> thank you, Steve Gutenberg. <laughs>
0: Shout out for the show. Uh, yeah, for the show, the people of Cleveland begin to believe that crime was on the ropes in their city. On January 26th, a miserably cold Sunday, a local business owner called to report a murder. Murder. Officers found portions of a human body scattered around East 20th and East 21st Streets. <laughs> Parts of the body were found in a basket, and other parts were found wrapped in burlap sacks. Uh, At the time, all the police could provide the coroner was the lower half of a woman's torso. Uh, Her right hand was sent... And they found her right hand, which was sent to a lab to obtain fingerprints. The victim was identified from her fingerprints as 42-year-old Flo Palillo. Flo was a moderately stout woman... With reddish hair and a fair complexion, uh, she was a she was a wee Irish dame. Yeah, yeah, sounds like it. There's a picture of her that Flo. I had, that and she is Irish as shit. <laughs>
1: Just potatoes, fries. Just, uh, her whole body's potatoes. <laughs> and she's, a,
0: she's a, she was an attractive fellow. Though um, <laughs> she had been arrested a time or two for prostitution, which is why her fingerprints were on file.
1: I'd like to mash some potatoes. She
0: was very well liked. She was a very well liked woman. Oh,
1: she was. Who was
0: described as very friendly and kind.
1: Hand job, blow job.
0: Flow job. Uh... <laughs> Flow had a serious drinking problem though, and was known to become aggressive and combative when intoxicated.
1: You said Irish. Now move on. Come on, man. Oh <laughs>
0: Come on. I got I got a bottle of proper twelve Irish whiskey right here. <laughs> I feel like I'm just buying into the stereotype. Uh, or I'm making it worse. She had made a habit out of getting herself into abusive relationships, routinely appearing with swollen and blackened eyes. Ah. Yeah. Uh, on February 7th... She made it a habit. The picture of her, though, like, uh, she really does look like a genuinely, like, sweet human being. Yeah. Like, it's just something about her eyes. Like, you just, I saw the picture of her and I was like, oh, man. It's... Like, I was actually, like, I was very bummed out by a woman that died in the 1930s Mm-hmm. But I just now, like, I'm reading She has it. that sweet
1: look to her. She's, I
0: was like, man, she, she was probably going to be, like, a cool-ass grandma yeah. or something. Anyways, on February 7th, 1936, the rest of her body, with the exception of her head, was found behind a vacant house scattered haphazardly against a fence. Uh, the cold weather had kept the remains remarkably well-preserved. Based on the muscles in her neck being retracted, the coroner concluded that decapitation had been the cause of death. So now we got three, uh, possibly four, decapitation deaths over an 18-month period occurring in the same area, but nobody tied the murders together as being the work (laughs) of one killer. Yeah. The possible fourth victim had been found a year prior to the discovery of the first two bodies. Uh, The lower half of a body had washed up on the shore of nearby Lake Erie, The legs had been severed at the knees. Odd skin discoloration and burns suggested that the body had been washed with a chemical. Uh, The upper half of the body washed up on shore about 30 miles away a few weeks later, or a few days later, I can't remember now. uh, The victim's head was never found, and she became known as the Lady of the Lake. So we'll see how this progresses, but so far, uh, both dudes' heads were found. Yeah. Decapitated, but they were failed.
1: buried cl- nearby.
0: Both women's heads never found.
1: Her. Never found. Uh,
0: this unidentified woman—I uh, don't know if I already said this—but she became known as the Lady of the Lake. Yeah. Uh, this un- unidentified woman was never officially considered part of the Kingsbury Run murders, <laughs> but there are many who include her as a victim of I the mean, Mad yeah. Butcher. With the, Run.
1: the chemical washing and the, yeah, it seems pretty likely. Yeah.
0: Uh, plus legs. Could have been
1: natural death. Maybe her Maybe her like legs <laughs> fell just off out. at the knees. Yeah, like going to give out sometimes. Yeah. Like that, so. I just gave out. Yeah, head just rolled <laughs> off. It happens, man. It does. They probably took her little ribbon off that was holding her neck, her head on.
0: That's like one of your favorite stories. It, it is. You that up <laughs> I know. I
1: was. That's what I was saying. I was like, I think I'm talking about this already. Josh is now drinking more. That's that's the only way you can put up with me. That's why I call him Dad. Man,
0: it's been a rough week. It <laughs> feels like it's been eight months this week. Yeah. And tomorrow's now just now Friday. Yep,
1: I know. That's... I've had
0: seven Fridays this week.
1: Wow. I've had nine Mondays. Nine Mondays. Yep, just call me Garfield.
0: All right, Garfield. Ah. With Mayor Harold Burton's plan to build a more positive image of the city... Go- what the fuck sentence is that? <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh... Mayor, with Mayor Harold Burton's plan to build a more positive, positive image of the city going well, Cleveland began preparing for the Republican National Convention, which was to start the first week of June 1936. The delegates began pouring into the city by June 5th, eager to begin a week of partying before the convention officially began. It was huge. <clears throat> like they're going to, you know. I
1: don't know why <laughs> you called and I turned my head too away from the mic.
0: They're gonna be doing a lot of fucking drinking, probably a bunch of rape. I'm yeah, assuming, or oh yeah, delegates just raping everyone. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to imply there. Most of the politicians <laughs> imply. Have- <laughs> I picked on.
1: I picked up on something there. Um,
0: yeah, I, I must have read that wrong for that implication. <laughs> Most of the politicians were first-time visitors <laughs> to Cleveland. And were very first time rapist. First time rapist. Well,
1: well for Cleveland. In Cleveland, and yeah. we're very
0: impressed by the new buildings, the magnificently landscaped trees, and the fountains that made up the mayor's dazzling new downtown.
1: And plus the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
0: That was not there. Yet. What? I don't think so. I'm in the thirties. Okay. I'm, I doubt it. I don't, Maybe not. I'm assuming that's like 50s, 60s, 70s. Like Rock and nin- Roll. 90s. Thing to like the, <laughs> it was like, was like 90s. Say, yeah. yeah. Like the 90s. <laughs> it
1: was a bad joke.
0: Yeah, you got me. You had me. (laughs) Uh, Hall of Fames are kind of weird, aren't they? Yeah. You just sort of like walk through. Oh, there's a picture. There's somebody. There's a thing. Yeah. Cool. All right. Anyways. (coughs) Uh, Cleveland had undertaken an enormous amount of public construction projects, with the focal point being a large mall that would include the new city hall. The terminal tower was the most distinguished looking and memorable building downtown by far. Uh, The front of the tower opened up into the public square, which was filled by hotels, restaurants, and department stores. For the politicians, this new and improved downtown area of Cleveland was a highlight of their visit. Behind the tower, however, the vast underbelly of Cleveland stretched for miles around the Cuyahoga River. The river was used to feed iron ore and other raw materials in the nearby blast furnaces and mills, while a huge network of railroad tracks took the finished products to every part of the country. Uh, black suit black soot. From the coal fires, blanketed the area in filth, and the sulphurous stench was overpowering. And the land was strewn with trash and industrial waste.
1: But the rich people were getting richer, right? But the rich
0: were getting, they. This was like depression era, yeah. era. So yeah, definitely like there's a definitely there's a definite divide here between. Like, it's just cut down the middle of downtown. Like, on one side of the fence, basically, it's just wealth and prosperity. Like, you know, the new mayor's here doing some shit. Hmm. On the other side, it's just awful. Uh, An inexhaustible supply of unwanted labor poured into the great city, (coughs) or into the city from rural Ohio, West Virginia, and Indiana. This workforce, brought to the city by the Great Depression and referred to as hobos... (coughs) looked for non-existent jobs in the mills. Uh, the hobos camped in a small or in small corrugated metal shacks, creating a city of their own right in the backyard of the new and improved downtown area of Cleveland. This was, this was Kingsbury Run, shunned by the impressive and modern architecture that loomed over it, hiding it from the eyes and minds of those who wanted to exist in reality they pretended was void of hobos and shanty towns and crime. A vicious butcher was going to make Kingsbury Run known to all of Cleveland, though, and no amount of pretending would make reality less of a nightmare than it was about to become. The Friday morning before the Republican convention, two boys, it's always two boys, it's always were taking, Charlie and George, Charlie and George, Georgie, <laughs> were taking a shortcut through Kingsbury Run on their way to go fishing for the day when they saw a pair of pants rolled up under a bush. They poked and prodded at the bundled-up pants with their fishing poles until a man's head came rolling out from under the bush. Later that afternoon, police began searching for the rest of the body but came up with nothing until the following morning when they discovered a naked, headless corpse hidden in some bushes almost directly in front of the railroad police station. Whoever put it there was now taunting the railroad police. Uh, The victim had been a tall, slender guy with a handsome face estimated to be in his mid-20s. There were six distinctive tattoos on his body, suggesting that he may have been a sailor.
1: Yeah, especially back in the forties, you know, late thirties. Yeah,
0: yeah. This is like night. So this is nineteen thirty-six, in now. Yeah. Uh, the tattoos included a cupid, or like cupid, or an anchor, a dove under the words Helen Paul, a butterfly, the cartoon character Jiggs.
1: Which oh, okay. I looked up, yeah.
0: Uh, an arrow through a heart and the initials WCG. A pile of. Exp- of expensive clothing was found nearby and even though he was found in the middle of hobo country, it wasn't likely that he was one himself. He was clean-shaven, well-nourished, and as stated already, he was seemingly well-dressed when he was murdered.
1: Wow.
0: Once again, the coroner determined the cause of death to be decapitation, which is a very difficult way to murder someone and uh, had been very rare in the history of crime.
1: Well, Yeah, they'd have to be pretty much out the... But... Yeah, th- you yeah. overpower them.
0: I mean, like, throughout history, of course, there's been a shitload of decapitation. Yeah. It's like the, been like the but m- there's
1: machine guillotine, things right. like that. But to
0: actually murder, like, Ugh. you know, just straight up one-on-one murder somebody. There's a lot a-
1: more blood than what you'd expect, too. I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> how, much,
0: how much did you expect, first of all? Uh, well,
1: I thought I drained it all. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what he did. Maybe he drained You'd his- have
0: to cut the head off to drain it, right? I don't or would know. You just like slit the throat, yeah. Drain it that way. But once you start, what slit the throat, you might as well just yeah keep
1: going. Yeah, do let it drain. Don't procrastinate and put it off for later. Yeah, man. If you're gonna kill,
0: <laughs> don't half-ass it.
1: I don't want to die in a fire, and I don't want to be decapitated.
0: Uh, I don't really give a shit about decapitation. I don't want to die in a fire. I don't yeah. want to drown. Those are my two.
1: What if you drown in a fire?
0: That's really bad luck. <laughs> uh, I don't want to hang myself. So I feel like that was on me. Yeah. Like, it's my choice. Uh-huh. For some reason, hanging, like, that freaks me out. I think we've talked about it. Just that, like, where you don't die, they say. like, Oh, yeah. You just fucking, like, sit. Yeah, you're just there. Yeah, feels fucked up. Yeah. Anyways. Uh,
1: <laughs> back to murder. Cor-
0: back to the murders. The coroner saw... So this is this has been the same corner the whole time, of course. Uh, his name was Pierce. He saw the horrifying connection that was becoming clearer and clearer, but the police still wanted to ignore it. Between the desperation of the city's upper crust to proclaim Cleveland as a well-to-do city that should be held in high esteem <laughs> and the murderous obsessions of a brutal killer, whether anyone wanted to believe it or not, Cleveland was the home of a serial killer. And with no leads or clues to the identity of the butcher, no one knew how many bodies would end up being found. And that is where I will conclude. Oh! oh,
1: Man, I'm into it.
0: Yeah. It's a good one.
1: You said three words earlier in a sentence that have never been said together in a sentence (laughs) before.
0: What were those three words?
1: Visit Cleveland Highlight. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't think it was ever had a highlight in a visit to Cleveland. So that's not entirely true. <laughs> uh, no, I've I've gone to Cleveland and you know it's all right. I was my robbed.
0: Favorites. So Cleveland has one of my absolute favorite areas. Uh, it's just a little I uh, can't remember what street it is. It's like the main street that runs through Cleveland, but the grog shop. It's a punk bar. Okay, right? is on it, and then if you walk down the street. They're like just a couple places down. There's a bar called the Winking Lizard, and they've got like a shitload of beer you can choose from. Walk a little farther down. There's a place called Big Fun Toys. Which you is told like me about retro that. Toys, yeah. Up like fifties through like the nineties. Okay. Walk a little farther down. There's a head shop slash record shop.
1: Let's go. There's a bunch of
0: cool shit. And then walk a little further down from that. There's a three-story used bookstore.
1: Okay, fine. Cleveland doesn't completely suck. Like
0: that part of it. It's cool. And it, it, To get to it, like the main way to get through it, you drive through this little... It's so like you drive through the city. Yeah. Like Especially like you drive through like the ran down part of the city.
1: East 1999.
0: And then all of a sudden you enter this little area that I always describe as a shire. <laughs> it's just this little wooded area. Like, it's just all of a sudden, like, you turn onto it. Yeah. And off the main road, you turn onto it, and all of a sudden, you're in this little wooded area, and there's just, like, the houses are all little. Like, they're all, like, little cottages. Yeah. Just in the middle of the city. And then you drive out of it, and there you are, grog shop and all that. So, it's like, I always feel like I'm entering, like, a little world that, like, other people don't see. Yeah. You just drive through. So, yeah, that part of it, the rest of Cleveland... Can suck a dick. Suck it. Yeah. And hey, if you like, it if you like
1: winking lizards, I'll show you one out there. We're done recording. There's a
0: winking lizard bar here in town. <laughs> is it really? That is definitely a gay bar. I Where is it? Downtown. I said downtown.
1: I know, but I mean, there's a lot. That's like there's... on Seventh. Huh. It's one of those right little there,
0: like uh, those little like buildings. Like, uh, if you come, I'd hope
1: it's a building.
0: Uh. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you. All right, yeah. But yeah, it's not... Because I, I remember I saw the one in Cleveland the first time. We, me and uh, my buddy Banks went in before a show and got some beers. And then like a week later, I saw the one here. Yeah. And the next time we were back in Cleveland, I was like, so I was like, man, I, like, are you guys like a chain? And they were like, no. <laughs> so I realized that it just happened to be... I think right. Winking Wizard is
1: like... Code?
0: <laughs> yeah, of some sort. Because I was talking
1: about my dick when I said I'd show you a winking lizard.
0: Oh, man, I'm glad you I'm glad <laughs> didn't give that any thought. <laughs> Wait, it winks? Yep. <laughs> that's impressive. I don't want to see it, but that's impressive. I'm going to take Thank word for it. Thank you. So this isn't the uh, only, like, we're talking about this crazy-ass uh, serial killing shit in Cleveland. But you remember there a few years back?
1: The House of Horrors?
0: The, where they found the... Yeah. Fucking, where, like, the people... The, the girls girl... Escaped. The one girl escaped. Yeah, yeah and that man. guy,
1: like, had all those girls in the basement. Yeah, Cleveland's fucked up. Cleveland has a pretty fucked up history. Drew
0: Carey was full of
1: shit. Do you remember the Browns? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm wearing a Browns hoodie. Because they're awful. They're awful.
0: No, No, man. This is their year. (laughs) Yeah, this is their year. They get the shit together. They hired a coach, no one knows.
1: And a 32 year old GM. And
0: Jason Garrett, who did great with the Cowboys. They did not hire Jason. He's the offensive coach. He's the offensive. uh, Yeah, the offensive coach. No, he's not.
1: Yeah. In Cleveland. Yeah. I'll flip this desk over.
0: Yeah, because he's. I'm almost positive.
1: Wow. Keep talking. Okay. Um, I I hate hate when you say keep talking because I don't really. No, what to talk about. Tell a about. joke? Tell a I, joke? Love that, right? I do love that. Oh. Someone said well, that to me at comedian? work. Me only said, spit something to me. <laughs> what? Spit something to me. Because I, I told him I Fucking, I was a comedian. I
0: would have spit in his face. Because,
1: you know, it just so happened to come up in a conversation. Every uh, conversation ever. Oh, yeah, I'm stupid. Okay. New York Giants. Okay, I feel bad for flipping your desk every now. <laughs> I thought he got hired by someone I read but I didn't think the Giants hired that
0: coach no one knows. They right? did? Remember he was the guy he was the uh Oh yeah,
1: like last year or something. He was
0: like a special teams
1: Oh, the Browns did. Yeah, the Browns hired the it. Browns hired? Yeah, they hired a guy from the he was the offensive coordinator for Minnesota. But like he oh, yeah, he no, rose up through the ranks like just he's like a real young guy too but he like He played at like Penn or Yale or something and was like, you know, a safety in college, but now he's like an offensive coordinator. Now, of course, he's our head coach. Um, Or the Browns' head coach, not ours. Alex Van Pelt. Alex Van Pelt. That's who they hired. Yep. He was with the uh, Packers, I believe. Yeah, the offensive coordinator.
0: Yeah, that's not the one I'm talking about. Uh, The Giants hired that fucking coach no one ever heard of. New York Giants.
1: Well, I've never heard of him. (laughs) (laughs) him. (laughs) (laughs) They really did.
0: Oh, I can't remember who the fuck his name
1: is. People are waiting for their for this guy's name, Josh. I oh, know. He was like a... Just Google Giants Joe coach. Joe Judge. Joe, that is not his fucking name.
0: Yeah, he was a Patriots... Like, he wasn't even a uh,
1: real coach. <laughs> he was like... He's like a make-a-wish or something? He's like, I want to coach the Giants.
0: He was a... Uh, like, he was like a special teams coach or something.
1: I and mean, they just pulled him out of obscurity. Like typically
0: to be a, you know, to be a fucking head coach, you have to have like been an offensive coordinator, yeah. a defensive coordinator, yeah. assistant coach, something. S- something higher up than special teams. Yeah, but he was like special teams or –
1: Well, they, they were decent. They were better. Than, yeah, they were better last year and the year before. I mean, we'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I think if Baker Mayfield quit making commercials for – Everything. A month or so, he'd probably be better at football. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I like the story.
1: Yeah, it's going to get good. It's already good. Yeah. It's going to
0: get gooder? It's going to get gooder. It's going to get more gooder. Good damn. So, yeah, man, unless you're going to that one little special area of Cleveland, stay the fuck out of Cleveland. Yeah,
1: stay out of Kings Row. Kingsbury Run. Kingsbury Run, yeah.
0: And if you're a a pro wrestler right now and you want to just start saying you're from... That area, call yourself the Mad Butcher
1: oh, yeah. of Kingsbury Run. The open sore of professional wrestling. That's <laughs> Mircea. <laughs> you don't <That's> want <laughs> to be called the open sore of professional wrestling.
0: That's going to give a lot of people the wrong idea. Uh, uh, fuck people. You should definitely be the Mad Butcher. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be of Kingsbury Run. I know there's the Butcher and the Blade. Yeah. But.
1: I like the Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Run. Man,
0: it sounds good, man. Yep. So, before That's... we get out of here, speaking of wrestling, Uh, you want to. Did you watch the Rumble? you want to wrestle? Do you want to wrestle? Oh.
1: Did you watch the Rumble? I watched, uh, I, yeah, I watched parts of it. I watched all the men's Rumble. Yeah. I didn't really care for the women's Rumble. It's just... Yeah, it was... Uh, I had some highlights, but... I
0: liked I liked everything Bianca. Kelly Kelly came back. That's, that was... I was like,
1: I would not have guessed that was Kelly Kelly unless you told me that was Kelly Kelly. I don't think she looked like... Yeah. Man, like Molly Holly, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh,
0: I've been trying to stay, like, super positive about wrestling. Yeah. Recently, like, I've started... Uh, but, like, the Santina thing made me just want to, like, what the fuck are you guys doing?
1: Yeah, it's high. Like, role. you know how many
0: talented women you have between NXT, SmackDown, and Raw? Yeah. And you had, like, you couldn't put one of them in this spot? Yeah.
1: I saw other people were upset, but they said, like, that's, that was where the WrestleMania was when he won Miss WrestleMania, yeah. which was bad. That was bad. That, that real was... rumble. <laughs> but I felt like they should at least let, like, Beth and uh, the other one like, throw him, throw Santina out, you know. I mean, Santina eliminated himself, but yeah.
0: Man, but, Beth Phoenix fucking killed it.
1: Yeah, Is that like almost
0: killed herself. Yeah,
1: she hit her back of her head and yeah. just stayed in it. And
0: yeah, like, I, I'm really hoping that they, I mean, as, as a wrestler, it was a good. Poss- like, I know there's a good possibility that, like, the officials were telling her, like, hey, you need to get yeah whatever, and she was just refusing to do it. That's what I, yeah, because you could
1: see, like, refs kept, like, coming up to her, like, you know, eliminations and stuff and, like, talking to her, but she stayed in the ring. I was really surprised she stayed in so long. But well, what
0: I'm really worried, like, what I really hate, if it's the case, is that, like, they were keeping her in there just so they could do that fucking Santina spot. Yeah. Like, I'm like, please... To yeah. say that's not you reason. gotta have her in there, there for it. Yeah. There.
1: I mean, it might be because they had their whole storyline. You know, that blood
0: was fucking crazy. That yeah. was like Ric Flair ninety two Rumble. Yeah, what that That was me the of.
1: hard way too. Oh yeah, that's that's wrestling lingo.
0: But yeah, man, I loved the.
1: Uh, we were texting during. Loved it. The men's Rumble. Yeah, we were texting during it, and I would say I hate it. <laughs> and then right back, All right, I love it. Nope, yeah. I hate it again. Yeah. But overall, I really enjoyed it. I
0: thought the story was amazing. It was an actual story. Yeah, I know a lot of people were bitching about. Like, well, I just wasted those guys. And I'm like, well, do you think they were going to win?
1: Yeah, none of them. Like I mean, them- some of them are bigger names, but, like, Nakamura is not going to win no. this year, you know. Like, I feel bad for John Morrison. Like, he comes back and gets eliminated <laughs> <a laughs> like that. Like, how he didn't blow out both his knees. Dude, yeah. I mean, I'm sure, like, just his lifestyle and, like, how active, active he is and how athletic helped. But, I mean, he just... You kept saying, like, people are earning easy paychecks. And I was like, I don't think he anything. Didn't. Yeah, nobody. Definitely- yeah, just to take. And, like, the, the more sweaty that Brock got. I just felt <laughs> like he was just, like, those suplexes, man, were just yeah. nasty.
0: Yeah, but I thought it was. I love that they actually used the Rumble to tell a story. Yeah. And it wasn't just, like, a bunch of random people coming out. Yeah. Uh, just, like, the past few years have just been come out, do your moment. Yep. Have your moment.
1: Hit your four, hit your finisher three or four times. Yeah. And the, everyone, Ramitable yeah, they stare downs. feed into you one at a time. Yeah. And
0: this, like the whole thing was to tell a story. Yep. Drew McIntyre was fucking
1: over. I think he kind of overdid the stare towards Brock or, or I wish Brock would have looked at, back at him or something. I don't know. Yeah, like that well, seemed kind of creepy. Brock
0: was blown the fuck up. I yeah. Think. So like you said. But Brock did put in a hell
1: of a performance.
0: I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. He was awesome. He, I I mean, the way they
1: sold it, Ricochet, like, kicking him in the nuts from behind. Like, I hope that leads at least to a match between those two, you know, so.
0: I think they definitely played off the fact that, like, everyone went into it assuming Roman was going to win. Yeah. And then, like, when Drew eliminates Brock, because even my mindset was, I even said it to you, I think. Yeah. Well, Drew eliminated Brock. He doesn't need to win it now. Yeah. They've already established the story. So, now they'll have Roman. Yep. So I think that's what like using that, having it come down to those guys, like it was fucking brilliant. Yeah, it was I, a great rumble.
1: I watched where it was like somewhere, wherever he's from in Scotland. They showed like a bar reaction Glasgow. to him. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They showed a bar reaction to him winning. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. It's just crazy, like where Drew McIntyre was, and like now he's like the Royal Rumble winner. I yeah. I'm like
0: I think one of the only, like I don't know I never I when he was with Three Man Band. Yeah. I was always just like, that dude shouldn't be in there. Like, that dude, I've always looked at him as, like, a main eventer.
1: I think they fucked him right from the start, like, because Vince brought him out and was like, dude, oh, no. "Here's the next one. Yeah, yeah. Whatever he called him. Yeah, it yeah. was just, he they, he was trying, he was, like, jammed down people's throat. Yeah, yeah. But and, when they brought him back,
0: yeah, I was just like, give that dude the belt now. Like, yeah. I can't believe it's taking, taking them this long to get he's, him. He's a beast. He's a fucking monster.
1: But I will go back to Brock because Brock just – Keith Lee comes out. Like, Brock reactions to Keith oh, he's, Lee. He's just, like, looking up Brock and he's, like, he's a big fella. Yeah, fuck, it's so and good. Dancing bro. the MVP shit yeah. and just, like, the, the Shelton Benjamin thing, you know, where Shelton came out, you know, and just smiling happy Brock is, like, just the best thing. And, like, people bitch about it. Sometimes I bitch about him, you know, because he's part-time, you know. Yeah, but, like, he comes in, everything he does is just good, man.
0: I was reading uh, – so I think it was just like a review of the Rumble and or Raw, I don't remember which one now. But the guy that wrote it, Brandon Stroud, it's on Uprocks dot com. He uh to me he described it perfectly, like Brock Lesnar like fucking matters. Yeah. Like everything he does, there's a legit there's a legit response. Yeah. So like guys like Corbin and guys like that who think they get heel heat like they're not. No. Like
1: when they call That's that go away heat? Shit reaction. Yeah. Like when he would just hold the belt up when he was the only one in the ring. I mean, just people. So it was making people pissed. Yeah. Like, who what? Like, think, that's the job. That's what he, they were wanting. Like, they wanted you to, like, want him to get eliminated, right. you know? So, every time they'd get, like, three people or more in the ring. Like, I was on the edge of my couch. I was like, all right. Oh, they're like gonna- Kofi. Yeah, Biggie Kofi and Ray. Braun. Yeah. I was like, all right, man. I was like, this shit, let's get him. Let's get him out. And then, like, he'd eliminate everyone. I was just like, ha, <laughs> ha, just
0: sit back and just like,
1: what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, they get
0: Kofi, Biggie, and uh, Ray all in. Yep. Those are like the, because, you know, he, f- like, beat Kofi in eight seconds. Yep. Then he fucked up Ray. Yeah. Whatever. So he's like, just a hoss. And so. you're like, oh, fuck, here we go. They've been telling that story. So yeah. he the guys that he's wronged. And then he eliminates them. And you're like, well, fuck. And he had
1: Keith Lee and Braun and in Braun, there. And, Keith, like, Keith like, Lee and Braun started fighting. And I was like, I was by myself in my apartment. I was like, don't fight each other. <laughs> Him first. I was like, get Brock. Yeah. You know, like, I never happens. I never fucking do that he's watching so wrestling. Yeah. I feel like
0: Brock Lesnar is one of the only people in wrestling that understands Wrestling. wrestling, yeah. Like he's the only one that understands him and Paul Heyman. Wrestling hat, like works. yeah. yeah. Him and Heyman, yeah. So Edge, Edge came back too.
1: We can't do it it's without all the awesome.
0: his old old man Edge. Yeah, his beard. It just looks fucking cool shit. They
1: missed that first beer though. I was so pissed about that. I they
0: were they're gonna re-edit it. Yeah,
1: for say if you uh, stream it or whatever. Yeah, not at all but I it's I a good Rumble. It. I I, enjoy, I want to watch it again. I might go home watch it right now. Yeah. Well, it's
0: really good. I was that a hint that you want to? Yeah, yeah. I'd say we're
1: probably close to an we hour. Are. But we're I don't good. want, before we go, though, I just want to also say, uh, shout out Kobe Bryant, man. That was Sunday, too. Yeah. That I, was I really know. fucking crazy shit,
0: man. It's fucking awful. Yeah. I don't really have anything else to add to I, it. I mean, I can't even really talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I'm already getting a little. Uh, All right, so. Yeah, uh, so we're going to. but So we'll be back next week with uh, the conclusion. Yeah. To the conclusion of the Cleveland Torso Murders.
1: So, listen, share, tell friends and stuff.
0: Again, thank you, Travis Graham. Yeah, thanks, Travis so, Graham. Uh, check out the new badass artwork we have. And, yeah, keep sharing, keep uh, liking. I'm going to make a actual Instagram page for us. Cool. And, uh, and that I mean,
1: hashtag isn't used, so hashtag us up. Middle, middle Asian mediocre. And, mediocre. and send in your shirt sizes. Again,
0: yeah. If you guys, if you guys want a shirt, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, hit us up. DIY. There. Yeah, let us know. We'll make yeah. you a shirt. Yeah, why not. Oh, we'll just, like you can
0: get you can pay us whatever you want for it. Yeah. Yeah. I just want we'll to give it to you or just vegan. please wear it. It's people are you know, like what's
1: this? that and you can just be like oh this is a podcast I listen yeah. to.
0: So let us know. Yeah. Uh, all right guys, thanks we'll be back next week. Uh, see you then.
1: Bye, love you.